bishop bishop papa bishop daki wamez hong hom natum a one so na wachini di asempakai akubi asina titi asofu anopaye tenra yeti se india africa asia europe america babia mami achini adi asemia titi asofu a building soria ayumre ni nyamia sran god nyamia sembre de ni die be shia no kwan bra ye din sembody de asia bishop doctor joy Bruce Philip is only a interpreter apostle Emmanuel Tebri Glorious Bible Church ah osaye ejuma e wo minister of education as counselor god bless you 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 hallelujah Hallelujah. Amen. We want to give it up for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. For a moment, just close your eyes for a moment and talk to the Lord. This is our last session. Tonight you want to say, "Oh God, remember me. I'm still here." Lord, I'm waiting for a message from you. May I not go back the way I came, oh God. But Lord, meet me where I am. Tonight. Whisper to the Lord for a moment. Hallelujah. Obey me, chain madame. Let's worship for a few minutes.
just worship him because he inhabits our worship and our praise I know we have been worshiping him since we got here but just take a few extra minutes tonight us oh God we are grateful thank you for choosing us even in the midst of all our mistakes you have chosen us and we are grateful have your way tonight in Jesus name and all the saints shall say Amen Amen Hallelujah Amen Apostle it is amazing conference we spoke of so many months ago by the grace of God we are at the last night hallelujah thank you so much for receiving us I also want to thank Reverend Samuel upon James Fee. After we came to Apostle Space, he took us to Reverend Space. And he also received us and said, Oh, come, it is going to happen. And because of that, the local council and the GPCC, you have supported us, and we are so grateful. Hallelujah. 
local council of churches mommy my young men have eaten all your food but, but we are saying thank you thank you so much for looking after us Amen. <laughs> She has fed 12 men day in, day out. It's not easy. And I know, I know the appetite of some of them. I'm not mentioning names. Hallelujah. Amen. But God bless you. May the Lord replenish everything that you are placed in. Hallelujah. And to the men of God of the city, God bless you so much. You have made us feel welcome. You've made us feel received. You've made us feel accepted. It is not like that everywhere. And we just want to thank you so much. And the, God, the Lord who has strengthened you thus far, may He strengthen you, continue to strengthen you as you move ahead. Hallelujah. Amen. Choristers, today, dear, you dialed my number. We have enjoyed your music every night, but tonight was my song. Hallelujah. God Amen. bless you. The sound, guys. Crisp sound. <laughs> Apostle, me say, well, sound guy, he has to lay hands on some people in my church. And for everybody else who has been involved, maybe in the background, we have not mentioned your name, but God who sees in secret will reward you openly. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight, I just want to pull together a few things that I would like to leave with you at this last session. And I want us to go back and begin from John chapter 15. And from there we will discuss one or two other things and then we will be But let's go to John chapter 15. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Reading from verse 1. Every branch in me that beareth bear not fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abides in the vine. 
No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. And is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done. Herein is my Father glorified that you, that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. Up to verse 8. Hallelujah. From verse okay. 1 to verse 8. And we have discussed some of the things that are in this. Yeah, but tonight I just want to throw light on something you notice that the Lord Jesus is saying something he says abide in me and I in you and he goes on to say that if we don't do that we cannot bear fruit he says that as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide to the vine so also you too you cannot bear fruit unless you abide in and in these scriptures he is giving us a key to how to be fruitful because as he says abide in me and I in you one of the things we need to know is that Jesus is the word John chapter 1 and verse 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the he goes on to say that without him was nothing made that he was made and then he says and the word became flesh and, and so tonight I want to just share with you that in order to be fruitful you need the word abiding in you and this is why the devil fights us when we want to study the word of God. There are some of us, you are awake when the opening prayer in, in the church is being done. You are awake when the praise and worship is going on. But as soon as the preaching starts, the devil stands by you, starts to find you sleep, 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 sleep. 
and that's it. You don't hear the word. Because you have forgotten something, or there's something the devil knows that you also need to be aware of, that this word needs to be in you. So that you'll be fruitful. That is why when you open your Bible and start reading, you start sleeping. Oh. Is it true or it's not true? <laughs> Or maybe you say to yourself that, oh, I want to listen to my pastor's message again. So you put it on. You say, as I'm doing something, I'll be listening. Before you are aware, oh, you know. I need us to see that the devil is fighting with us. Amen. Amen. We are in a war. We are in a war we are in a war and many times we think that the only dimension of this war is I have to fight against the devil it's true that he is there but one of the first fights you ever have in your life is with yourself amen, amen. it's yourself how to say to yourself this word is important I need the word of God I need to hear it I need to know it it's a fight it is a fight to learn the word of God please ask your neighbor how many scriptures can you quote Ask can we play a game the game is called I quote you quote you quote so when I bring one day you two bring one I bring one you bring one, bring one. we go like that have you even started? Some people are begging already. They said, No, 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 no. I should You see, until I said it, you were saying that, Oh, now where there? You found the choir. I know the word. Me, I read my Bible. But now that I say, I'm coming to give you microphone so that we do, I quote, you quote. You see that you say, No, no, no. Hello? Hi. One of our mistakes is the emphasis we have put on prayer, but we have not put on word. There are people in this church, you in this hall right now, you have even been doing all night. There's not one word inside. Just Shabbat, that's all. You've been praying, but word. Meanwhile, even the prayer cry, one of the greatest helpers of prayer is the word of God. 
Daniel even said it. Daniel, you I learned he was going to pray. He was going to pray for his people. But before praying, he went to the book of Jeremiah and he read Jeremiah before coming to pray. And what he learned from that word guided the prayer. Am I talking to somebody? To be fruitful. The word must abide in you. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abides in me and I in him, the same brings forth much. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus tells us that this is how the Father is glorified, that we bear much fruit. But in order to bear the much fruit, we need the word of God. And we must now, you see, we, we have been hoping that it will, it will happen. But you see that it is not happening. We are hoping that as we are preaching, people are knowing the word of God. But it's not happening. Is it true or is it not true? So now dear, we have to shudder. <laughs> that we are going to learn the word of God hey. Hey. I remember a game that we used to play you see it was all games but we were learning there was one game called sword drill sword drill sword a sword Sword drill. I don't know how you will, uh, uh, it, but that was the name given uh, to it. Sword drill. And sword drill, it starts with everybody, the Bible is on your head. And they cry, yeah, if a Bible is on your And not only that person, some of our members, they don't even own a Bible. No. But you own a Bible, Paul. <laughs> if you go to the house cry some of you is your engagement bible and it's so small we can't even read it <laughs> so drill is that with the bible on the head and then the person who is the should I say the leader or whatever? He will mention a book in the Bible. And everybody takes the Bible, and the first person to find it is the winner. And then he will continue like that. Another book and another book. That's when you find out that your members they don't know that there's a book in the Bible called Habakkuk. <laughs> one person one lady asked her son ah habakuk i'm talking to somebody tonight in a way the coming of technology has made it worse 
in a way. Na, na, Better eh, but worse in a way. Kwambisono uh abefwa abe we as no so crama nyamia sama yem penisuya no so cra a fedia cra asai cra it has helped us to have many different versions of the Bible in a small space. But it has also brought a generation who do not know that Proverbs comes before Jeremiah. Because when you had the physical Bible, you had to open it. So as you are opening, as you are opening, you see that this is Proverbs. As you are opening, you see this is Jeremiah. But right now, because they go, you just pay, 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 pay. Now, nah, but into, you think, sir, Isaiah cry, you think it's after Revelations. But I think if we force, it will work. Hallelujah. If we turn our eyes back to it in a certain way, it will work out. Hallelujah. From today, every week, learn one scripture by heart. Every week. Every week. Uh, a whole week or just one scripture <laughs> hallelujah because sometimes even when the enemy comes it is the word we need Jesus in his temptation it was the word he used hallelujah Amen. I just wanted to share this to, to, to conclude all that we have been saying on John chapter 15 but tonight tonight uh, my mission tonight is to share with you a message from this book called Anakazo this book looks like a very small book but I tell you it has one of the biggest messages in the Bible I have consulted with Reverend Seth and we want to give you a copy of this book everybody one copy so that everybody gets a, a book from this conference Please just share it very Hallelujah. Amen. If you have bought the Macarius, if you have bought the Macarius, so the copy you have, please give it to somebody else. When you get home, so when you get home locate it in your macaros and then this free one give it away to somebody else hallelujah amen anakazo anakazo this is actually a greek word but it also 
represents something. In the book of Luke, chapter 14 and verse 23. In fact, I'm going to share with you from the chapter 1, beginning from chapter 1, there are three words and I want to explain them. The reason why he has used the Greek word is that sometimes a language has more than one meaning. If you remember when we were speaking about John chapter 15 verse 2 in the tree language purge and prune were the same word. But in English it is actually two words prune and purge and they mean slightly different things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this word anakazo in the original Bible it means many words. But we don't have a word like that in English. So they just put one of the words there. It is when you read the Amplified Bible. Amplified Bible, that's the one that will put all the words over there. But you see that it's difficult to read it. But if you look at the meanings of the word anakazo, that word is found in Luke chapter 14 and verse 23. This is the story of the man who had made a great supper and wanted the people he invited didn't come and he sent the servant out and in verse 23 he says go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that whole scripture in Luke chapter 14 is a teaching that Jesus gave us about the growth of the church, how to grow our church. And we will go there in a moment, but I just want to explain this word to start with. And it says to compel. But it also means to beg it also means to threaten it also means to persuade it also means to force so you see that it has several meanings so what the man was saying was that when you are going out there to go and bring somebody to church sometimes you need to beg the person 
Enti e chire se se wo kofa obi de na banyame fia eduru ba bia esese se wo pa ne che wo mpo. As for that when we don't have a problem with it. But it is when we say you have to threaten the person that's the one we don't like. Ah we no dey say yendi ha wo na emom ne na e say eduru ba bia se wo huna ni pa no kakra e de ne ba no e no dey ya na. When he says you have to force then we have a problem. Eduru ba bia o se esese wo she no na oba asore no. It also says you have to persuade some people when you go you have to talk and you have to persuade them. So he's telling us there are so many different parts that are in there. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking to someone tonight. But it is part of winning souls it is also part of growing the church now we are here can say asori no enyini and say ye gi akra no ya ye can e ka ho bi tell your neighbor we are too soft these days ka kire unu ya say akristo fokra ye mere na nsen dodo na nsen ye mere dodo ye mere dodo we are too soft ye mere dodo when we try small pet and they don't then we just back off you be ka kra bi ko ye ka bi ka kra bi o na 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 But after this conference some anakazo anakazo is coming because the way the world has become today if we are going to use only soft methods we will not get far me no you be dey dance say say na wiase corner say na wiase aye say no say e ka se bria ye be corner boko sadi a ye nru ba bia sometimes we have to force edu ba bia say ye die na ye den na ye she nipa no ma ne ba because if we are going boko tibosanu enye ye say ye corner boko sadi a it will not work nowadays on many of our tertiary campuses you see god being just driven out god is being sucked from the campuses and if you don't get some anakazo if you don't rise up with some force so one sorry and first and you dey You will leave all the people there for Satan to come and Am I talking to someone? Today apostle was telling us about some program B happening tomorrow uh, total what? Total darkness. Blackout. Total, total blackout. blackout. Hey. <laughs> the Christians will be in bed sleeping on. Ajay, I won't go there. <laughs> But can you see that anakazo is needed? It's needed. Anakazo is needed. Yeah. It's needed. My camp, my church is not far from the KNUSD campus. I have some students in my church, and when they have these kind of programs, they go. Uba kumasi ya baby amifiri wano ebeni. Ma sorry. Ebeni kumasi, kumasi si yapa wano. And I kept talking, talking, talking. Then one day the spirit of Anakazo came upon me. I said, "You go." I also come there. I'm coming with my people. If you don't want to be embarrassed. Because when I come and I see you and you are my church member. Yes. We are going. And I will have this type of people to make sure that you go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
They thought I was joking. Then I started sending them, look at your picture from last year. You were there. Somebody has sent me your picture. Look at you. Look at you. They didn't know that. I said, I sent my photographer spies in there to take your pictures. You didn't know. Mm. So this year, I'm coming myself. They have become very quiet. They have become very quiet. Anakazo, push your neighbor and say Anakazo. It's part of our Christianity. I want to show you that we have backing in the scriptures. <laughs> Let me give you another scripture. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 12. Another word meaning force. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force and this word is another Greek word biazo b-i-a-z-o and what does it mean to force your way into a thing but we are too uh, soft too. <laughs> I want you to start talking to your neighbor maybe tomorrow we have to go and enter the place by force you see because the world is doing it all when they want to uh, uh, convince us to buy beer some of the most attractive advertisements we have on TV are, are uh, for alcohol. And they are presented like it's a beautiful thing. But they are using Biazo to force it on us. So This is But we are quiet. We are quiet. It's time to force. It's time to force. Amen. Amen. Say, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying force that you're going to fight, but you see, they are finding another way to do the thing. Yeah. They make it look as if it is attractive. Meanwhile, the thing is deadly. But we rather who have what is beautiful. We rather who have what is good. We rather who have what saves lives. We are quiet. Hmm. Hey. Are you in the church? Oh, <laughs> Yeah. I tell you, forcing works. I'm reminded in my church of a young man. He was an architecture student. 
He was not my church member. He was from ICGC. And he came to see me one day. And he said to me that there's a young lady in your church that I like. And, and I said to him that I mean that you are in I think at the time they were in the first year or something like that architecture is six years and the girl was also an architecture student so I told him I said I'm not sure that you should be going to a relationship at this time it's not going to help you and I said, I admire your courage coming to talk to me about it, to let me know that your intentions are honorable. But I think it's a little bit early. Hey. Sofu, over the next five years, I saw practical biazo, practical one. Over the next five years. Now, if you are in few rooms now, biazo He will send me happy birthday, mommy. <laughs> I'm still around. Happy I'm still birthday, around. Mama. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll be there. You come to the office. I'll just come in to say hello. I'm still around. Yes, we are in school. Oh, we are trying. Oh, you know, I still like her, actually. But, uh, you know, mommy, I just came to greet you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Apostle, oh no, 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 I don't think I like this. I'm not ready. I done something, something. Oh, year three, what's up? Oh, happy birthday, mommy. You know, my pastor just written a new book. I know you like book city. I brought you a book. It has come to pass. I'm still around, you know. Hey! Afibia, Afibia, Afibia. Year four, he was around. Year five, he was around. Year six, he landed him and said, Mommy, you cannot say no now. The girl cried, saying yes. Mommy, what are you saying? I said, Please, I I even called Equia. I said, Equia, this is a good man, you know. <laughs> this is a good man. Oh. I said, today's Ghana. 
a man is waiting for you for six solid years for six years he has said the same thing over and over and over and over girl i think you better think correctly hey. But we are church people. What about your church? What about your church? You went to call the person to come to church. The person said, I will come. Next time the choir is doing a concert. I've not called you to church. It's concert we are doing. You come to the concert. Then the next day, I said, Oh, it's a laugh feast, laugh feast. I didn't say come to uh, just come and eat. The next day, oh, say, Wow, who performs? Who performs? Yeah, yeah, moving, moving night. By the time he's away. Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis chapter 32. I'm reading from verse 24. Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. Uh, and the hollow of his thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go for the day breaketh. And Jacob said, I will not let you go except you bless me. And he said, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Jacob. And he said, your name shall no more be called Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince has that power with God and with men. And, and, and has prevailed. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. See our forefather Jacob. See him forcing. The Bible tells us he was alone. So he didn't have any helper. And he knew he was holding a supernatural being. But he fought. <laughs> he fought. The guy <laughs> touched the thigh, removed it from the joint. That's a very painful thing. He said, I will stop still. The angel until the angel started to beg, leave me, leave me. Day is breaking, leave me. I don't know if you have prayed until God is begging you, leave me, leave me. Now day is breaking. And Jacob said, I cannot leave you, or I cannot leave you. Because the blessing I want, it has not come. I need us to understand Jacob. Jacob knew that the kind of sinful man he was, he did not merit a blessing. 
Jacob who said, Nipa, oh, yeah, no, Sadia, no, Krana, Nenia, Bissopen, Nanka, and you know what I mean? He was, he was like his name, Jacob. He was like his name. So he knew that the blessing will not just come on him. He decided that he's going to fight for it. Some of us who are here tonight, you know, the kind of praying that you pray, it will not grow a church. The kind of person that you are, you cannot see a big church. You know, as you are looking at the thing, but I tell you something. If you just hold God and say, God, everything you say about me is true. I can't even pray well. I can't even fast properly. I don't even know how to do much. But Lord, I cannot let you go. I can't leave you. Lord, you have put me in this place. This church it has to work. 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 Hey. Jacob has shown us how to do it. Jacob, at a certain point in my life, my church had reached 350 and it was not growing again. I prayed, I cried. We did all kinds of things. It will not change. It would not change. Until one day, I said, Lord, today meet me and you. And I asked God, I said, Lord, I used to be a lay pastor. A lay pastor, you are working and you are pastoring. And when I was working, my church was 350. My church. I was working, my church was 350. I said, Lord, I'm reminding you of my job. I really enjoyed it. But you said I should leave it. And I've left it and now I've come and this church is 350. Then why did I leave my job? Why did I leave? Then you should have left me where I was doing my work so that I'll just do the 350 people for you. But if you have brought me here, you say I should be a full time pastor. Then, Lord, you have to do something about it. No. Me too, I became Jacob. I said, I'm holding your leg. You have to do something. When you were calling me, I told you that this 40 days fasting, I cannot do it plenty. Hey. I said, Lord, this mountain they have been climbing around Kumasi, I can't climb it all. Hey. I have only seen the mountain, I haven't climbed it. Some of you have been climbing, going, coming, going, coming. I said, Lord, you knew when you called me, you knew that I couldn't climb this mountain. You have called me. You have, you have to just do something. Otherwise, hey. Into me. I had to force. 
Push your neighbor and say, Force, force, force. If Jacob force, we can also force. Jacob, third word number three. All of them are even in the book that you have. The third word is also a similar thing. It's also a Greek word, anadea. Luke chapter 11 and verse 8 I say unto you Though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend Yet because of his importunity he will rise and give him as many as he needs. This was the man who had got visitors in the night and he had no bread and he went to knock his neighbor's door. And at first the friend did not mind him. But later that the friend said because of his importunity he rose up and gave him the bread and that word importunity is actually not it is shamelessness shamelessness he kept asking and asking until he got it. Hallelujah. Amen. We also cannot be ashamed of the gospel. That's why in Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes, to the, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. We are not ashamed. There is some shamelessness we need to have. There's some shamelessness we need to have. Have you noticed that the homosexuals are not shy? That is even odd. They are not ashamed. Something that is not healthy that will make you wear pampers as a grown man. They are not ashamed. But we who have what is good, what is beautiful, what is healthy? We rather. That's why when you were walking, you were praying. Marshall, Kaba, Sanders, you were going down the road. As soon as you saw somebody coming. Then you say, Oh, but we can pray loud, we can pray quiet. It's not we can pray loud, we can pray quiet. You are ashamed. You are sitting in your office. 
they are talking badly about these people. They said these people. They said they are praying. They said bah, 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 bah. and you are quiet. Oh, oh, a jumam na kufu e can be be etia Christosuma na wakamanuatum. You should rather have risen up and said like this one, Mandala Baba Bakia Dara Baba. Ha! You said we are crazy then. No. It is a spirit that we need. Hallelujah. Amen. I say it's a spirit that we need. And we can see that it is in the Bible. That's why Paul, even with his chains, he was not ashamed. He was not ashamed. Peter and John, after they had received severe lashes, they were not ashamed. They were not ashamed. They continued what they were doing. But we there will come and sit down quiet. Please ask your neighbor, the people in your office or your school, do they know that you are a Christian? Big question. Because we are ashamed. If you say you're they can even be talking using bad language in front of you. There are some of you when they start to say those things and they see them, they say, Hey, Sofoba, they know you are not a pastor, but this is Sofoba. Be proud of yourself. It means what you are, what you are saying, what you are, is having an effect. Because you are not you are, you are not shy of being a Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. But tonight, before we close, I want us to just go back to the message on in Luke chapter 14. And I just want to fin wrap up and finish up there. If you are a pastor in this house, I want to encourage you that this book you are holding, it has the scripture in it, and it has a lot of points in it. It's a small book. But if you will sit by it and meditate on it, this book will talk to you. I sat by this book and I preached every conference I preached. We preached about 40 conferences a year for three years. It was from this book. Because, because it blessed me and later on it blessed my church hallelujah Luke chapter 14 a certain man made a great supper and bade many and bait invited many and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden come for all things and, and they all with one consent began to make excuses 
na ti se ne wonyina wo fa adwenkron wonyina ka so bibi ba ko na me nti ye ntume ma the first one said i have bought a piece of ground and i must needs go and see it i pray you have me excused Another one said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to try them. I pray you have me excused. Another one said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in the poor. The men, the halt, the blind, bring them in. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as you have commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said to the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them, the Anakazo, compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of the men who were invited before will taste of my supper. There are so many lessons that can be gathered out of this scripture. But tonight, I just want to throw some light on the servant. On the servant, the servant in the story. Because you can see that the man had made the supper ready. And nobody was coming. As pastors, we are used, many pastors, we are used to the plenty excuses that our people have. Oh, I'm washing, I'm washing. I'm washing. I went to a certain funeral. I can't come to church. Meanwhile, the year is over, but. Funny excuses. It's still happening in the church today. But this man was an Anakazo man. He didn't allow himself to be down. He found another way to do to get what he wanted. You'll notice that he went to other people and brought them in to eat. His I just want to say in passing that, Pastor, if the people you are with are rejecting you, you may need to go to another group of people. Go to another place sometimes another tribe 
But that is not my subject for tonight. My subject for tonight is the servant. Because the reason or one of the reasons why this thing worked was because of the servant. And the house of God needs servants, people who will work in the house. And we see it over and over. Look at this man. He sent the man the first time. The man came back and said nobody came. He sent it the second time. He sent him the third time. Clearly, you can see that this is a trained servant. Many of you who are here tonight, you belong to a church. And I want to ask you if you are a proper servant in the church. I want to ask if you are a proper servant in the church. Because it is very clear from the story that the man of God cannot work alone. If he worked alone, the church would not be how it's supposed to be. So he needs a servant. Somebody to help with the work. And it has been like this from time immemorial. Exodus chapter 17 and verse 12. In Exodus chapter 17, there was a war going on, and Joshua was the one leading the war. Moses was the shepherd in charge like the pastor and he had climbed up to the top of the mountain and for as long as he held his rod out like that Joshua was winning the war but when he began to get tired and his hand comes down to rest for some time then they begin Joshua begins to lose and this is how it is in many churches sometimes the people who have been given something small to do they say oh we are, the, we are the important people you are not the important person is that shepherd up there who is holding his rod up Amen. And so I thank God that Moses had two servants who understood what was happening. People who understood things. People who understood things. In Exodus chapter 17 and verse 12, it says Moses' hands were heavy. And they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat there. And Aaron and her stay kept up his hands. 
one on one side and the other on the uh, other side and his hands were steady until the going down hallelujah amen tonight i want us to do small uh, concert or small uh, drama I need three of my people. Reverend said, where are you? Come with two people. <laughs> and bring a chair with you. Hey. Uh-huh. They are bringing a chair. Don't worry. They are bringing it. Beautiful. 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 Please sit on the chair. So only for my demonstration purposes, he is Moses tonight. And some American made the way and some Joshua's are fighting I need a rod I need a rod I don't know if there's a spare microphone or something somewhere just kill it yeah, put it off and just bring it anything any rod beautiful okay so Moses has got his rod please put it off is it off the Bible says that for as long as Moses' hand was up the people fighting they were winning but for how long can you keep your hands like this so he had some two servants who understood things he was standing and holding it straighten your hands oh my friend hold the thing like a like a Moses thank you sir how long can you stand like this? So these two servants that he had, they could see that we need this hand to stay here. Because every time he gets tired and he puts the hand down, they start killing our people. So the hand has to stay up. But the man of God will get tired. So first they brought a chair. Then the Bible says one stood on one side holding the hand. And stayed like this until the war was won. I came to ask some people tonight. What kind of servant are you? you are in your church and you are holding the hand of your man of God and then you decide to share I'm going to pee my mother, sisters, brothers, fathers uncles, wife, sister is getting married and you have gone and then the man of God's hand comes down and you are the same person who now come and stand there and say this man of God he doesn't even have any anointing He's not powerful. It's not that he's not powerful. But he has some useless servants. People who are supposed to hold up his hand and keep his hand up. They are supposed to hold it to help him to be there. Today, where are you? Today, where are you? Because to do this work, you see, you have to be a humble person to do this work. People don't even know how to serve. You are that by me, I'm more powerful even than this man who is holding the rod. I can, I can preach better than him. I think I can do. I don't mind if you can preach better than him. God didn't call you. He called this one. 
he has not been called because he's the best preacher he has not been called because he's the most handsome person he has not been called because he's the most powerful preacher he has been called because God has chosen him that's all Men of God who are standing holding their rod and they are fainting. They are fainting. On my bread. Ask them if you like, I will do uh, uh, your friend is saying, we'll do voting here. I'll start asking the men of God here. Please. You will discover 90% are on high blood pressure drugs because the person who should help him hold this hand has left it. There are many things I want to say. I just don't know how to say it. Sometimes you don't understand what it means to be in the ministry. There is a reason for many things. I used to drive myself. Ask him, I was the team driver. I said, I was the team driver. I was the team driver. We'll drive. We'll drive home. We'll drive Aflaho. After a while, my back. I couldn't. I couldn't. From driving. You see, some people like driving. For them, it is fun. For me, it's work. But you will be there. Some church members, when they see that some young man has come and says he's driving, she's half past this, he's half in here. Some lazy crawfucker. And then, mommy, she can't drive herself. Hey! What are you talking about? <laughs> Many times I go to a place, think, put his hand down some more. He's tired. He's tired. This young man will come and say, Oh, let me. I said, Please, this bodyguard is, I don't understand. I don't. One day I went to preach at a crusade. And as I came down, I was walking, and a drunk man was following me, Apostle. Hey! As I reach my car, the red drunk man has. Hey, hey, hey. I want to please, it's okay. You'll be coming. It's all right. It's okay. You don't know what is going on. The man of God needs you. Do you know what was happening with Moses? Why he needed an Aaron and why he needed a hair? It is needed. Let's go to Luke chapter 5. You see, I need to hammer the point because nowadays we have people in the church who cannot serve. 
mami nka sansem efisa ne ye woni pe bebere e wa asoro nmu a wonye krado se obesom na wontumi nsom wo kwam bia nsoso me when i was growing up as a as a christian i had two children i was the cleaner of my pastor's house emra na me nyini se christo ni no na me wo mami enu ana o she machi nso me nana me papa me ko papa sofu fie ni ade nowadays Look chapter 5. I want to show you something here. It came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets they were washing their nets and he entered into one of the ships which was Simon's and he asked him to push him out a little bit from the land and he sat down and taught the people out from the ship when he had finished speaking he said to Simon launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch and Simon answered and said master we have toiled all night and have taken nothing nevertheless at thy word I will let down the net and when they had done this they caught a great multitude of fish and their nets began to break and they beckoned their partners who were in the other ship to come and help them and they filled both ships they filled both ships until they went even Jesus needed help even Jesus needed help even Jesus needed help the son of God he had come to earth he found out that as he was preaching the people were on the land coming and behind him was a lake Jesus realized he was in a dangerous situation if he continued standing where he was standing the pressure of the people would have kept coming against him the Bible has never told us whether Jesus could swim or not <laughs> that if they push him uh, when he enter the, I don't know if he can swim or not so he realized that there are ships there so he went inside and he said Peter push it, push it out small he sat there and he did his hallelujah amen Jesus needed help but some of us are helpers you are wicked when Jesus asked for a boat you would have given him the leaking boat I said you would have given him a leak, the leaking boat the se, one that se, water se, is coming se, in some of you when he says push me out a little you push him far 
mumbi wa ananka yesu ka che so opia kudu ekwa chire kakranka nani beba ne hosoro na wapia no e de na to chire baby now when he has to preach that people cannot hear him he be shouting na blessed are blessed are the big and they cannot na say opia yesu de ne kwa chi chi sana e je ni pa no ha otiam kura ni pa no kura be de mpo na matene some of you would have entered the boat and then you would have been doing this and the boat would have been going like this and jesus could have been drop 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 Some of us who are supposed to be servants you are wicked servants. You know that the thing depends on you and then you just go. remember one of my 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 church members. You said you are going for funeral. When we go Is it not Saturday or Friday or Saturday Sunday then you come? One week, two weeks and things are depending on you. Me kai ma ma sorry baba ko. Wa unim se, una odi djuma bebere e wa asori num. So she da cry me se o kwa yi. Eye de se nka o kwa ade chine otumi ba. So na otwe. Mienu. Na otwe mienu. When he came as I said, "Were you the cops?" Jo oba ni mi bi sa ni se, "Wonu na woni funu na na, woni funu no." Just because you know that something is depending on you, inti. What chere wo? I say, and chere chere wo. Unim say, una una utume tonyumti. Wan wan ma asore nukura begu. Are you in the church? One time we're going to have the convention. Emrebi anaye be yen shemudiye. When we're having convention, singers know that Charlie, we need the music. Nyom to phone. The singers know we need the music. Aha, and he say, "Yeah, yeah, she move at sa." Unim say, "We in nyom free ma." Enye yenti nyom to phone. Unim say, "Sa amredi eh, eh, nyom emre." They started doing their things. Aha, and he wa unim yari na wa yari na ba. They started doing their things. No, I say, I say, yeah, niye mano. First day of the convention. That I did kind of. I made an announcement. This is the convention without choristers. Enti sa sa convention we ya ya yedi eh. Nyom to phone kaho. And we had the church service. And do you know something? There was a young man. I had asked him to learn a song. And I mean some time back. And the guy had learnt it. And my mind had forgotten. That night as I wanted to minister to my people I like music I needed the music and the holy ghost reminded me do you remember this young man ฮีพิกดัมไมโครโฟนแล้วฮีพิกดัมทูซิงเดอะอนอยเต็ดดรอปด์อินเดอะฮาวส์ไอเทลยูว้าวดรอปด์อินเดอะฮาวส์ไอ
na na nipa na one sa abrante eti fia na abrante eti mo se mama amani ya hu abofrei ho frimra wo ka che ni se onsu anwumi okoda otunwum odidi otunwum odwara otunwum na satan na ye nita from today be a proper servant yeah awesome for papa be a proper servant yeah awesome for papa a proper servant nobody has to beg you to do the work so yeah awesome for papa yeah and when you have done it nobody has to thank you a person who is a servant has a master I am Bishop Dark Servant. Me and me can say, Bishop Dark, ne some phone me. Everywhere I go, I say that he has sent me. Baby, I me copy, I me can say, onu mum na asuma me. Oh, you didn't know he sent me. Ana amu amu we amu so na asuma me. Now you are very quiet. What kind of servant are you? It's a question I want you to ask yourself. Me bisao say asum for ben kura neu. Can somebody depend on you? I'm asking you a question. Can maybe somebody depend maybe on you? Or when something comes up, you just drop it and go. And I said, Many people, the reason you are not blessed is because this is what God gave you to start with. Your reward is not your pastor's thank you. Now Did you not see the story? When Jesus finished with the boat, he told them, Go and fish again. Now Look at what they got. More than they could carry. More than they could carry. I prophesy to somebody. If you will be a proper servant, if you will be the one your pastor can depend on, if you are the one who will do what he needs to die, I promise you. God will not forget you. I promise you, God will bless you. You will be eating the blessings of God. Oh. I tell you. I tell you. Hallelujah. I am older than my spiritual father. I am older than my spiritual father. My papa. But he's my spiritual father. Yeah. My husband too, he's our spiritual father. And he sends us and we go. 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 Sometimes often at our own cost. I've never gone to him to say I tell him that where you have sent me, I cannot go because I don't have money. But I knew that God would help me. I, I don't often give this example, but because of what I'm saying today, I will give it. Today, Reverend said, said that I preach as if I'm walking among my own people. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I have served my father. For years. 
car that we were using was an 18 year old car I never spoke to him about it. Those of you who drive, the car had 527,000 kilometers on it. 527,000 kilometers on the same engine. Most cars cannot do more than 250,000. Now, He'll send me, I'll go. I never spoke to him about it. Until the car died. When the car died, I told him that, listen, where they ask us to go, everywhere in Ghana, bus goes, we are going. And Jemrae said, and we can say, baby, Ghana, after all, before we had car cry, we were using the bus. I'm talking to somebody tonight. Then my car died. Then I said, oh, well, the engine was old. But the, the body was strong. So maybe we should try and get another engine. Hey. When I went to ask, almost say engine is seventy thousand Ghana cities. So it can't work. This one day. See where So we left it. I was there minding my own business one day. We had been called to a meeting. We had gone to the meeting. And a lady said, one of her, my father's secretaries said, see me before you go. So her daughter is, is uh, in Kumasi, so I thought I was going to pick something for her daughter. So as I went to see the woman, the woman started walking. I was following her, following her, following her. We reached beside some car, but then she said, Daddy says I should give you this key. Hey! 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 This is my car. Police crying to me in Jinae. Thank you. Now, Saka, yes, you are. Police in you want to me in Jinae. We are only some pastors in the car. That's all. Hey, I saw from Kwanda. Okay. I realized that God had given me a car. Me, I'm a Hussein. I'm a man. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. I'm a man. Yeah. Because if even he was going to help me, oh, pick up Bay. Yeah. In fact, that's what I was actually hoping for. Pick up, then we can put the books in the back. Now, we close it, then. People sit inside. Why am I saying this? Because I just want you to know that as a servant, God will reward you. I'm closing soon, but these two people, Aaron and Her, what happened to them? These two people. Let us go back to scripture. This is why you must like word of God. Though. <laughs> Exodus chapter 24. So remember we were reading Exodus 17. They were standing with Moses. They were servants. 
Look at them in Exodus 24. I'm reading verse 13 and 14. Moses rose up with his minister Joseph. And Moses went up to the mountain of God. And he said to the elders. Wait down here for us until we come back to you. And behold, Aaron and her are with you. If any man has any matters to do, any problems, let him come to them. The two people who were holding her, the man's hand. Now, as Moses was going to do some waiting, he called the leaders and he told them, When I am not here, if I this one I have to say it in peace, I no more. If I'm not here, yeah. they are here. What had happened? Servants, your passport to leadership comes through servanthood. That's why when you go and find that many pastors, when you go and find their uh, early days, you see that they were carriers of things, they were organizers of things, they were uh, instrumentalists, they were sweepers, they were ushers. They were, you see that they were doing some something. Some were polishers of the shoes of all the pastors in the church. They will bring them, polish them. Some were washers of things. They way to the top. In the house of God, to go up, you go down. And as you do it with all your heart, when you also need help, you will see people around you help. Hallelujah. Amen. It is true that some of these young men followed me, but some of them followed Reverend Seth. For many years, just helping me. Today, people are also helping him. And now others are following him. Serve the Lord with all your heart. You cannot see God to catch him and to help him. God has no shoes for you to polish. He does not need your food. He has no clothes for you to wash. But he has given you a man of God who is a human being. And he needs your help. Make sure that you are a good servant and just watch God display stand to your feet
stand to your feet. Tonight you want to pray. We are actually ending. I plan to end at nine. I didn't even realize time has gone like that. But quickly pray. Quickly pray. And say, Lord, grant me the grace to do what I must do with all my heart. And if you are pastor in the house, say, Lord, give me the help. The errands and the hands. Oh, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and pray. Some of you need to repent before God and say, Lord, I have not done my best. But from today, I am changing. Help me by your grace. Help me to change. Help me to do my best. Remembering that as I serve him, I'm serving father we give you praise oh yes lord i thank you for the spirit of a servant Thank you that you call us and you help oh, yes, us. Lord. And you are the one mm. who sets us to work. Oh, yes. Give us correct hearts. Yes, Forgive Lord. us for the times when we've handled what you have given to us carelessly. But Lord, from today we have changed. Help us and give us the grace. The grace to do what you have called us to do, oh God. Knowing that you who see in secret, yes, Lord. you reward openly. Yes, Lord. We are so grateful. Mm. We are so grateful. Oh, yes. And we thank you oh, yes. for thinking that we can do something. Oh, yes. To you be all the honor mm. and all the grace. Father, thank you for bringing us to Doma. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you for the time that we have had here. Thank you for everyone who has participated. Thank you for Apostle and thank you also for Reverend. Thank you for all those who have made it work. Thank you also for my translator, Father, and all those who have done something. Lord, to you indeed be all the glory. Reward them, O oh God, individually and privately. And Father, may the churches grow. And may they be healthy churches. And may they go from strength to strength. In the mighty name of Jesus. Remember the churches in Doma, O oh God. Yes, Lord. Remember them, O oh God. Oh, yes. May they never bow their heads oh, in shame. Yes. Remember them. Oh, Lift them, O oh God. Mm. Bless them, O oh God. Oh. Provide for their needs, O oh God. Help them. And let the spirit of church growth come upon them. Let there be serious evangelism all around. And to you be all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And let all the saints say, Amen. 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 Amen.